Principles of Microeconomics. This Principles of Microeconomics learning capsule is adapted from the YouTube channel Economy Curtis. The owner of the Economy Curtis YouTube channel is Curtis Caphart, PhD student, International Economics, University of California. In this capsule, we'll take a look at demand curve. So first off, with demand and supply, we're dealing with a market. Uh, we simplify the market to just the following two axes. So you have the vertical axis with price, and then you have the horizontal axis with quantity. And these will become relevant when we go over the demand and the supply curve. But uh, the starting point is, think of that, you have a market for something. So we're doing the market for burritos, and uh, let's first talk about the demand curve. The demand curve is to reflect the uh, demand side of the market. The demand side of the market is made up of consumers, so consumers being you and me, uh, we could usually just kind of follow a bit of intuition uh, for the demand curve. So think about how inclined you are to purchase something like a burrito uh, given its price. Given a high price, are you more or less inclined to make a purchase of anything? Well, obviously, if the price of this burrito is very high, you know, 10, 15 bucks, you're far less likely to actually make the purchase. Uh, given a price of a burrito is very low, you know, say three, four dollars, you're generally, you know, an otherwise identical burrito also, uh, you're more likely to actually buy or pay money for the burrito. So a demand curve is picking up on that relationship between the price of something and how much people are inclined to purchase it. So a demand curve, we could think about a demand curve for reflecting like an individual's demand. So this demand curve that we look at right here could be in uh, the demand for an individual. But usually when we talk about an overall market, like the market burritos, we're talking about this demand curve as being the demand curve for the overall market. So aggregated over many, many consumers. Principles of Microeconomics. This Principles of Microeconomics learning capsule is adapted from the YouTube channel Economy Curtis. The owner of the Economy Curtis YouTube channel is Curtis Caphart, PhD student, International Economics, University of California. In this capsule, we'll take a look at Demand Curve. So right, so let's say we were to do some heavy market research and look into the quantity demanded of burritos, say like on a weekly basis, given different prices. Uh, let's say our research, uh, you know, intuitively is going to have with a high price, you have a relatively low quantity demanded. So I have here, just arbitrarily at $8, there's only a thousand burritos demanded for this in this market. Uh, but if the, the price of burritos that are otherwise identical go down all the way to, to $2, we could see the quantity demanded goes up significantly. Uh, and then the demand curve simply is charting out the relationship between price and quantity demanded. Notice that the demand curve is downward sloping. That's kind of a general rule that you're going to see whenever you have price on this axis, quantity on this axis, which is always how we draw the demand supply curve, you'll have a downward sloping demand curve. And this is just telling you what you know and intuitively that at very high prices, you're less likely to make a purchase. Uh, and so when you aggregate a, a market over you know, many, many, many consumers, uh, what you'll find is that at high prices you have low quantity demanded and at low prices you have um, high quantity demanded.
Principles of Microeconomics. This Principles of Microeconomics learning capsule is adapted from the YouTube channel Economy Curtis. The owner of the Economy Curtis YouTube channel is Curtis Caphart, PhD student, International Economics, University of California. In this capsule, we'll take a look at demand curve. So next, let's talk about shifts in the demand curve. Uh, the demand curve obviously doesn't have to stay fixed all the time. Uh, think aspects about the market, characteristics of the market could change that would change the demand curve. And we could show the changes in the demand curve by shifting out or shifting in. So what are the types of things that might shift the demand curve? Uh, you know, there's a lot of them. Uh, and each one of these kind of have nuances or different examples. But for example, changes in income, usually uh, if the good is a normal good, if incomes increase, then you'd expect uh, the demand demand curve given every price uh, to increase. So that would be an outward shift in the demand curve. Changes in taste, you know, if, someone, if uh, for some reason people just prefer burritos all of a sudden, you'd expect an outward shift in the demand curve. Uh, changes in expectations, uh, if the good or service we're talking about is somehow storable or you could load up on it um, and you were to expect the price of this good or service to increase, uh, then you uh, would you know make make more purchases of the good or service and that's reflected by an outward shift in the demand curve uh, if the market size changes that's basically more consumers in the market you could show that you show that with a, an outward shift in the demand curve uh, and then lastly the change in the price of related goods or services so, so suppose there's uh, some complement to this good you know so suppose we're talking about uh, the market for uh, peanut butter and jelly if all of a sudden uh, you know, peanut butter went down in price significantly. Uh, you'd expect the complement to it, something that uh, you buy along with it, to increase as well. So, if peanut butter went down, you might expect the demand for jelly to uh, increase as well. And then it's the opposite for substitutes. If uh, if we're talking about Häagen-Dazs ice cream and Ben and Jerry's ice cream, and then the price of Ben and Jerry's went up, you know, it doubled all of a sudden. You might expect a shift, an increase in the price for the substitute um, ice cream, and you could reflect that in an outward shift in the demand curve. But then obviously it could work in the opposite direction, an inward shift in the demand curve as well. So uh, the opposite examples of all those, you know, you'd have an inward shift in the demand curve. Principles of Microeconomics. So when we say a change in demand, we're talking about a shift in the demand curve. A shift in the demand curve is the quantity demanded is changing for every price. So uh, if everyone's, you know, if income went up, everyone has more money to spend. And so no matter what the price of a burrito, uh, people are willing to demand a higher quantity of it. So that's like an outward shift. But we could also mean um, a change in quantity demanded. So that's uh, a movement along the demand curve. Uh, if we were to take the existing demand curve, change nothing about the market, and increase, if we start out, say, at this price right here, if we were to increase the price, that's a movement along the demand curve. And that's, a, that's different from a change in demand where we actually shift the demand curve. If the only thing that's changing is the price of the good that we're looking at, then that's a um, movement along the demand curve. However, if any of these happen, uh, then we're talking about a shift in the full demand curve. So be careful to keep track of that distinction. Principles of 